This is the Happy Families Podcast with Dr. Justin Coulson. We're Luke and Susie, a husband and wife radio team with three young boys. This is the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants some answers now. Susie, uh, just one of the things that uh, he's been talking about recently is about prep kids. Aren't they cute, Susie? Oh, aren't they're they, beautiful. Aren't they the most lovely and adorable little children, those they preppies? They look so cute in their little uniforms. Just, but apparently they're little monsters. <laughs> More prep kids being suspended now than uh, in previous uh, occasions. This behaviour seems to be getting worse. So from happyfamilies.com.au, he is uh, the, the man behind 21 Days to a Happier Family, Dr. Justin Coulson. Hello, how are you? G'day, I'm super. And you? Yeah, uh, well, we're very scared about prep kids. What yeah. is going on? <laughs> well, I, look, I think this is pretty scary. Um, in, in Queensland, suspensions of prep students have gone up 130% in just five years. And we're not coming off the lowest of baselines either, I should say. Say uh, because uh, well look kids are kids are crumbling when they get to school they're they're well, some people are saying that they're too soft these days that they've been mollycoddled yeah. that they've been bubble wrapped that they've been spoon fed and um, the, the numbers are, are pretty amazing have a listen to this prep suspensions leapt from three hundred and seventy nine in twenty ten now you think about it across all of Queensland prep is like four and a half to five years old there yeah. thereabouts nearly four hundred kids in twenty ten. Were were suspended at the age of four. Yeah, mm. I mean, what 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 does a four year old do, or mm. maybe a, maybe a five year old do to get suspended? It went up to five hundred and seventy two in twenty thirteen, and last year, eight hundred and seventy three kids wow. across Queensland have been uh, have have been suspended, and. In almost every case, it's because it's um, they're being they're being told that they've been behaving inappropriately. Yeah, so okay. they've been aggressive, they've been bullying, they've been treating others poorly, they've been refusing to do what the teacher asked them to do, and, and really acting out. And so the schools mm-hmm. are sort of saying, "Well, we've we've worked with this family, we've worked with mm-hmm. these kids. It's not working. They're out." Yeah. Is it is wow. it possible though? Because I mean, I can see a case where maybe the kids are behaving worse. Is it possible that maybe the schools have made a determining factor? to say this is a non-compulsory year, this is the, the, the first year, it's where we get to draw a line in the sand and teach kids and families about what to expect in the, in the years going. Like, do it in prep, don't wait till grade one, two and three to, to have to do this. I work with school teachers and school principals all around the country all the time and I don't get that feeling. I don't hear uh, primary school principals and primary school teachers saying, we've got to teach them early, we've got to discipline <laughs> them hard. I mean, usually there's a great deal of compassion. There's tremendous care and concern. Yeah. In some cases, perhaps, there are, uh, there are some who might be saying that. And look, I, I think that there is an argument for suspension at any age yeah. group. I'm not big on punishment. You know that. I'm yeah. big mm. on teaching. I don't think we need to hurt our kids to make them better. Mm. I think we need to help them mm. so that they can be better. And when I talk with uh, – sorry, and, and when it comes to suspensions, if, the, if, if there are people who are at risk – if there are other students who are at risk uh, and safety is a concern, yeah. or if we're trying to help the person be better and nothing else is working, then maybe in some cases a suspension mm. or a, an expulsion is appropriate. But we're not talking about this with four- and five-year-olds. Yeah. Mm. We're talking about that's it, we can't deal with it. And, and you know what I think the biggest problem here is? Is when we suspend kids at this young an age, oh, my goodness, they – they have such a negative feeling about school that it really yeah. it casts a long shadow through the rest of their lives, yeah. through, at least through their, their childhood and adolescent mm. years. They look at school as a, a, a horrible place, as a prison. Yeah. And it's yeah. a tough call because we can't also – there needs to be support for the teachers in this 
in this circumstance because they have a lot of children at the same age that they need to cater for. And if one is disabling learning for the others, that that needs to be addressed. But how do we how do we support the parents? How do we support the student? How do we support the teachers, and the and the and the deputies and principals responsible to navigate that? Well, you know, I, I think you're asking the wrong question. Mm. Uh, I, I think yes, yeah, you take that. <laughs> I, I think we need to ask how do we support our children mm. uh, because they're the ones that are struggling. And and you know, this is a terribly politically incorrect thing for me to say. And I before I say it, I want to preface it by saying not everybody gets to choose. Yeah. So, some people are in situations where they're just stuck and they've got to send their kids off to school. But the reality is our society has become structured so that there is an expectation that mum and dad will – well, sometimes there is only mum. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there is only dad. Uh, Again, I'm speaking generically. Mm -hmm. But the expectation is that we have double-income families now and that the kids get farmed out to daycare and then they get farmed out to school as early as possible. Kids are hard work. They do cramp our opportunity to save up the money to have the new car or to have the holiday or just to live in a nice suburb near the Mm in-laws. I mean, let's face it, it's not all about materialism. Sometimes it's just being able to put food on the table and not even live in a nice suburb, just pay the rent for goodness sakes. But we've created this structure in our society now where we're shoving our kids into formalized education at younger and younger and younger ages. Mm. In Tassie, they're making it compulsory for kids to be at school by the age of four. That's that's the plan. I don't know if it's gone through by yet or four. not. At four. That's that's the cutoff now. Mm. And and you know, there's a second thing that's working against our children, and that's this. We have got what we call a push-down effect on academic rigor and standardized testing. So once upon a time, you did your standardized tests in year 12 and year 10, Mm. and maybe there was a bit of testing in high school as well, but primary school was pretty relaxed. And those first couple of years of school, my goodness, that was all about play, you know, playing in the water, playing with paints, playing with drawing, Mm. playing with reading, just playing and creating and being a kid and learning how to navigate relationships and and now... Now we expect so much of our four-year-olds. Yeah. If they're not writing their name and reading in Mandarin by the time they're you know, four, four years and yeah. three days, what's the matter? We need to get them in the extracurricular activities and they've got to be in the soccer team. And they've got to be. We are expecting mm. so much of them and they're just kids. We do need to support the, 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 the staff, the principals, the parents. But, my goodness, we've got to, we've got to support our kids yeah. to be kids. It's, it's such a, an interesting climate uh, these days because uh, academia has been seen and getting the right grades and uh, achieving the right results uh, in so many ways is, is a big pressure. And it's almost like we had a parent-teacher interview just recently and I, and I jokingly in my head thought it's almost like we're going there to get our results. Yeah. Like, like we're being tested. Pressure's on. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so if our kids aren't doing well, we, we think about what we're letting them down with, and yet we're, we're so focused by the report card because that's our key key measure. That's our KPI. Mm. But there's yeah. not the KPIs for how they're doing emotionally as much and, and that, that some of the, the social stuff is not as marked. And, and look, I think there's a couple of problems here. Number one, we're measuring the wrong things, yep. especially in the early years, which is what we're talking about right now. But number two... The broader thing is we're measuring, yeah, and, and I don't think we should be. Why are we measuring a four-year-old's capacity to do this or a five-year-old's capacity to do that? You know, a lot of parents will say, but my child is ready for school. Yeah. And, and you're right. At the age of four, age of five, they are usually ready for school, but they're not ready for the pressure that comes with the way school is now. Mm. And, and it is just, like you said, you 
you constantly, as parents, as teachers, as children, constantly under pressure to perform and show results and everything's being measured. You know, the, the countries that are doing education best globally are the Scandinavian countries. Um, and, and, you know, we're talking about, I don't know, if I, I'm not good at geography. It might be the Nordic countries. Mm-hmm. You know, the place where, over there in Europe where it's really cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're talking about Finland and Denmark and Switzerland and, uh, you know, all of all those. They start school later, don't they? they well, they start school later. They have they have institutionalized care yeah. at a young age, but but it's all play based and it's mm. all about creativity and learning and feeling comfortable and generating good social relationships. They don't even bother teaching kids to read till they're seven. Mm. They don't do standardized tests. They don't do homework. They have a really nice integrated curriculum where you don't just sit down and do maths. You actually sit down and solve problems that involve maths, but also involve social interactions and also involve geography or involve yeah. uh, agriculture. Or, you, do you know what I mean? Like they learn all sorts of things all integrated together. And the kids enjoy being at school. Yeah. They, they love being at school. Aussie kids, uh, well, well, the Australian system's following the American system yeah. and America is not doing particularly well globally but mm. in the push that politicians and parents have for transparency and you know more let's just get more productive and get more bang for our buck we're we're focused on measurement we're focused on all, all these things that yeah. are actually hurting our children mm. it's it's fascinating as someone who's who's worked with young people of various different ages uh, through churches and through schools in 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 especially at risk kids i was working with these kids justin that the system said were at risk and were struggling academically. That they they basically they are not up up to the grade. They, and it's almost always boys, yeah, by the way. Yeah, well, well, yeah. It was it was interesting. This particular group I was I'm about to refer to was a group of girls who were told basically they're stupid. Oh wow, they're not capable. Okay, thank you for I, proving me wrong right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I would I would agree with you, but this almost is just always. this story. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to highlight, I'm not disagreeing with you. This just happens to be a story about girls. And, and but I was sitting in a bus with them. We're going somewhere, and for about seven or eight minutes. They word for word reenacted scenes from these movies that they had just been watching, and then they sung every single lyric of a song. And I sat there and I thought, there is no problem with their ability to learn. Because yeah. if you have a look at what they've done in music and movies and entertainment, they are learning. They are learning the, the computers mm. and Facebook and social media, and stuff. they are learning every single moment of every day. School doesn't help them learn at that particular time. And I'm not having to go at any school, but that those kids just yeah. didn't fit. Well, no, it's, it's not about the school. It's about the system. Yep. Mm. And, and it's about this issue where we are just pushing so much pressure onto them. We're, we're withdrawing them from childhood and, and we're turning them into little robots. We're expecting them, sorry, to be little robots. Yeah. You know, you can't step out of line. Otherwise, you're on detention yeah. or we're going to have to... We're going to have to hurt you so that you know what our expectations are. Mm. They're just little kids. You know what? My my two cents worth of advice, go go and send your, your kids to schools where they don't worry so much about testing for at least the first six or seven years of school mm. and where they just encourage them to explore themselves and explore mm. their yeah. friendships and explore the joy of learning and the joy of creating and the joy mm. of discovery. That's the sort of stuff that childhood should be about. That's the sort of stuff that education, especially in the early years, needs to be about. And that's the sort of stuff that ensures that we don't have to start suspending kids because they're behaving badly. Yeah. I'll give you one point with Royden, our son, who had... He was behind everything. We didn't even know whether we should send him to school. It's been a great decision. The school has been wonderful with him. But he was he was needs work in almost every category. Uh, he's suddenly he's now significantly above average in maths. 
one year into into school. He's just thrived on the environment for him. But what's what's hilarious for me is that his strongest point of maths is his six times table. Grade one. And where, it's not, where does that come from? AFL. Oh, <laughs> he loves the footy. He, he loves, loves the, the footy. footy. And every he's, time someone scores, he's yeah. adding and subtracting and he's doing we how much are they winning We were driving the other by? day and I said, Roydy, tell me your six times. They don't even do times table in grade one. Of course they I don't. Said, no. tell me, I said, t- tell me your six times table. And he got to 102. Counting in sixes. Doesn't that just <laughs> highlight, though, what I mentioned before yes. about that whole, you know, the 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 fin, the fins, the way they're they're integrating different subjects. Yeah. And and I say this to to staff all the time when I'm doing my my workshops in in schools mm. and and I'm talking professional development with with staff. I, I say to them, if you can give your subject meaning, if you can make your subject seem purposeful to your students, they will. Love it. Yeah. And you've given a beautiful example there of how w- if you can find kids that love AFL yeah. and teach them their six times tables, you've got it made. You don't even have to try. Mm. They will do it because they're so into it. Yeah. Now, that's obviously not going to be every student, but there's so many different things that we can do where we say, this yeah. is important because you yeah. could use this here. Let's pull this out of life and pull that out of life and let's explore these ideas. That's yeah. a totally mm. different process to let's memorize the six times tables by <laughs> rote. Mm. Exactly right. And the the thing is, right from the word go, we have never once got him to to do maths through AFL because that's what we wanted. He just did it, and but now the actual application, it's not by rote. He's applying it, and it's a skill he has now. Yeah, and you know, aspect. you know what research tells us, Luke and Susie, when our kids are having good learning experiences, they like school and they look forward to being there. When they're having negative learning yeah. experiences, yeah. They hate school and they don't want yeah. to be there. And I think that's why I've been sitting here. I felt very detached from what you've been talking about with school because I feel like that's not been our children's experience at all. They they haven't felt the pressure. Our teachers have always said, we're going to give homework, but you don't have to do it. Um, reading, Which I love. We sat right. there and they said, do not. If you get to, to, to suddenly go, oh, we haven't done it, then just don't. Don't worry don't. about it. Make they, sure you read. I've got to put that, that in there. Make well, sure you always, read. Even yeah. our teachers even said with us, with reading, start them. But if they get halfway through and they're just done with it, you read the rest of the book. She yes. said, our job is to teach them. Your job is to help them enjoy it. That's exactly yeah. right. Re- if they don't want to read it, you yeah. read it to them and help yeah. them to fall in love with hearing you read. Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there, I mean, there <laughs> are so many. Oh, my yeah. goodness. This is only it's just huge, begun. isn't it? Uh, but we, we, might just, we might wrap it up there. What, what an incredible big thing to get our head around. Uh, the behavior of prep kids, the suspension of prep kids, and the difference between the, the fun education and schooling. It's a big topic. But uh, Dr. Justin Gilson, thank you so much for explaining. It with us. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Susie. For more info and all of Justin's books, podcasts and programs, you can jump online to happyfamilies.com.au and to find out how to have Justin speak at your school or you can come along to your organisation as well, go to justincoulson.com.au.